tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to a side order of sleaze. My name is Andrew Jupe, and I am here alongside Stephen Sadek and Eric Siska, fellas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Bringing the enthusiasm to a side order of sleaze. I don't know how excited I should be about this movie. I feel a little uncomfortable that I like it so much. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes you feel like a real scumbag. Uh, so... Before we get going, for the uninitiated, this is the third week in our What Does We Hate Movies Have to Offer You month. Uh, we had a live episode last week, uh, and the week before that, we had a, what we called WHM Prime. Now, a side order of sleaze. Eric, would you explain to the good people what a side order of sleaze is? Well, there, there are movies that are a little uh, darker and dirtier than, ma- than we usually do on the main show, and we kind of don't do a whole episode on them. It's a little different of a feel, and um, you know we're going to release these every once in a while on the app, which is only $2. That's correct. The app and simultaneously the Bandcamp page. Right. Uh, whmpodcast.bandcamp.com. Uh, so, yeah, we go through, we talk about the movie, we, of course, crack some jokes, we tell you what the movie's about, and then at the end, we decide uh, the rating on what we call the sleazometer, one being a pretty tame, sleazy movie, and ten probably being a snuff film. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, we have not reached ten in the, you know, handful of episodes we've done here. I don't know if we ever will. <laughs> well, I'm not watching a snuff movie, unless it's, like, on accident. Well, I didn't mean an actual snuff, but, you know, there's some... I got, a, I got a line on this movie that Nicolas Cage is trying to sell me. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Some dirty old colonel made it. <laughs> this whole episode being on the regular app is kind of like that week when you're flipping through your cable package. You're like, holy shit, I got stars. And you're like, oh, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, wait, no, I don't. One of those preview weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are bullshit. I fell for those all the time. I'm like, Dad, we finally got showtime. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Shut up, fatso. <laughs> Go play football. But that's showtime. Exactly. Uh, so the film in question is 1984's School Spirit. It's a Roger Corman produced picture. Uh, with a, it's it's a it's a college boob comedy, your classic, you know, uh, slobs versus snobs college comedy with a paranormal twist. It's kind of exciting to get a comedy on Side Order of Sleeves. I never thought we'd find one, but this one is, hoo wee! It's uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, 
Yeah. It's pretty it's, sleazy. I've been watching a lot of Chopped, and <laughs> this is kind of like, you know, the entree round. You get like, okay, college comedy. You get one little thing. You get like, okay, you know, snobs versus slobs. Ooh, I like that. And then one's like, ghosts. You get that last <laughs> one. It's like, oh, he's going to really have to be creative to use the ghosts. Oh, he's really going to have to dig into his bag of tricks to figure out how this ghost is going to come into play. And then you also get dangerously close to rape scenarios. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, the I last mean, element. And a bag of Doritos. I mean, I guess I'll just swirl that in lightly. I probably, you don't, you, you want the flavor to be present yeah. of potential rape, but you do not want to go full on with it. Yeah, a potential rape reduction, probably. And I saw. Uh, so the picture is about a, a fella named Billy Batson, who's not, not Captain Marvel. Not Captain Marvel. Yes, we need to make that very clear. This is not a fucking Shazam movie. I jumped down. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Shazam!" No, oh, it's Shazam! What? Oh no! <laughs> uh, so Billy- ah, is Shazam gonna rape that girl? <laughs> Probably. Uh, so it's about not Shazam. Uh, he's a college student. He really wants to get laid. That's the whole thing of this movie is this dude just wants to have sex. And one fateful night while he's out trying to get a condom, he dies in a car accident. Right. He's getting a condom because he was about to have sex in the crusty old dean's office because mm-hmm. this is still firmly one of those college movies. It's. So, I mean, we were talking about this. Uh, man, we just don't get these kinds of college movies anymore like we get like i guess like van wilder was kind of a throwback but like fucking national lampoon is really just sort of ruined it's gone to softcore pornography it just went over the deep end they just drove into the ground you know right into the ground they couldn't even bother to pepper in any ghosts while they were at it that's the thing is like and this movie kind of succeeds in a way because it's able to find at least some of the balance between the tna and the comedy with the you know the school comedy stuff but like I feel like a lot of those those National Lampoon straight to video movies are just like they don't even they don't they don't care about the comedy. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you know the secret, folks. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They're not paying the bills with yucks. I'll tell you that much. But that's I mean it's true though. Like the, those movies you you, know, you put on. Uh, Naked Mile or whatever those American Pie ones are. That's like kind of the same thing. It's all soft core pornography. And it's like yeah, like. You know, oh my god, lesbos! Or like, oh my god, she's sucking his dick! And like, those are the things that replace the kind of, and you know, this movie aside, because there's really weird ghost rape stuff in this movie, but these 80s college movies and these like late 70s college movies had that like, it really was shenanigans. And there's a difference between like, Penny Raid and like, are you asleep? There's a big difference. And like these 21st century direct to DVD boob comedies are way more on the side of, are you asleep? Than, you know, running into the girl's locker room or like, oh no, he's put a bucket of cold water in the shower. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That, those are shenanigans. This movie gets down. This is like, this guy's kind of like Ted Bundy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yes. It's very uncomfortable. Like the, the methods he employs go in his corporeal form and his non-corporeal form. 
Just yeah, what he's willing to do to women. So he was trying to have sex in that office. He goes to get the condom. He dies. Right. He's looking he, at the condom while he's driving. He he's drives. like, yeah, I got the condom. And he's like staring <laughs> at it, like trying to read the directions. Like, oh, he's on the road, buddy. If you want to fucking use this later. By the way, he's put out to get a condom, okay? Oh, God, she's asking for a condom. Well, what do you No, I don't have a condom. He does the biggest, like, bullshit runaround excuse, too, because she's like, what do you mean you don't have a condom? And he's like... Well, why would I bring a condom? Then you'd think that I was being presumptuous about what's going to go on here. This is a much more organic, magical, romantic experience. And she's like, wrap that dick up. <laughs> if I'm going to make a mistake, I'm going to make a little less of a... I want to make a, a C-minus mistake, not a, not a full-on F. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, this is still like pre ish the the real aids epidemic but even still it's getting in the streets now it, 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 it's it's breaking out a well, bit well i also keep in mind in addition to that there's also things called babies yeah babies and crabs and, and herpes which guy this guy definitely must have had this guy's got so many stds as it is like i don't know why this chick's even with him in the first place well she like, she's the snobby girl like you know she wants to be you know the de- the dean's like you know second in command or whatever and mm. His whole thing is like, I, I'm going to get her because I'm like, I'm going to use my wily, shitty charms to get her. Well, it's yeah. like he's on this like, he views college as an excuse for sexual conquest. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, you know, he's he's looks upon the world and he's like, are the, there are no more lands to conquer. Oh, wait, <laughs> there's that nerdy chick yeah. that's kind of pretty. Let me try to get in on that. And, uh, you know, he di- it costs him his life. It costs him dearly. <laughs> Can we just say that this guy's 38 years old when this movie start was filmed? Yes. he uh, When this movie was filmed, the actor was indeed 38 years old. And most of everyone else is, too. <laughs> yeah. He's not 21 years old. He's not. Kind- but, you know, there are people that can pull that off. Like, you cast older but they still look i mean this guy has like joan rivers crow's feet (laughs) he is really clearly a middle-aged man playing this like 20 year old horn dog and uh yeah today he's in the year 2013 he's actually considered a senior citizen (laughs) the actor is 65 years old he retired to become a a high school principal i believe yeah yeah he was run out of the business the business (laughs) Hey, it's that kid from School Spirit. Get out of this casting office, pervert. Although he did have a small role in Batman Begins. Oh, really? As like a valet. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. When, when Bruce Wayne goes to the hotel and he's like acting like a dickhead with like the two babes and they like go swimming in the fountain or whatever. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the only scene with the valet, so he's got to be in there somewhere. I assume he's in there. Have to look it up. The only actual actor in this movie is Larry Linville, R.I.P. played Major Burns on MASH. Pretty funny guy. You know, the the Major Burns character was kind of like a stick in the mud. Not surprisingly, he's playing the stick in the mud, crusty old college president in this movie. Here's a question. Nudity can't be in scripts. So I think when you get this script, it's like, oh, I'm just the dean in Animal House, or I'm just the dean in Revenge of the Nerds. I could do that. And then it's just like, well, why is that lady naked? Why is that lady? Oh, I mean, they (laughs) they must write something. I mean, they might not talk about, I don't know. They must say, like, and then a nude girl. Well, I would wager... You know, all the scenes that Larry Linville's in, I mean, there's not really boobs going around. Yeah. So maybe if you're your Larry Linville's or your Dean Wormer, I can't remember that actor's name, but like, 
if you're one of those dudes, maybe you're just this guy who's like, you know what, man? I'm only going to read the part that my agent highlights for me. I don't care what this movie's. Oh, what? He's a fucking ghost? That's great. I don't care. Do I have to be a ghost? I'll be a ghost. I don't care. <laughs> That's how you probably get into these situations. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the agent's just like, Larry, listen, you know, it's a college comedy. It's going to be the next Porky's. I think, like, all of these people are sold on it's going to be the next Porky's. It's yep. going to be the next Animal House or whatever. And, and it's just, not. It's it, school spirit. You can't tell because they're a dime a dozen. They all look the same until you watch the movie. So he croaks. <laughs> and then the way this system works is a ghost you know comes to escort you to the afterlife. Right. And this is his Uncle Pete. Uncle Pinky. Uncle Pinky. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's Without, a big difference. Now... Is that name, what is that name from? That can't be on his birth certificate, it's right? It's probably because when I snuck into your bedroom, there's only one finger I needed. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's totally feasible that this old man is a child molester. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Well, I mean, like he says, like he says to Billy, like, like, don't you remember me? I'm your uncle. I, and then I, you know, I assume it's like, I used to always be at your house until your mom told me not to come around anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, you know, don't you remember me? No, I've burned you out of my brain. Forever. Remember I was excommunicated from the family. What? <laughs> and then the Catholic church, but that's for another day. I've made some bad life choices. And afterlife choices. Yeah, so he's like his ghost liaison. You know, he's like, now listen, we got to get you to the afterlife. And he's like, but Uncle Pinky, you like fucking. That's what I'm trying to do is fuck this chick. And he's like, well, we got some time. <laughs> it's just, yeah, there's like a little bit of a lag, I guess, that you're allowed to just kind of hang out he, and do stuff. Yeah, and there's like a line in front of the pearly gates. Like you're not gonna get in there for a day or two anyway. So you can he can manifest into human form when he wants to. He can go invisible and he can go translucent. But I guess translucent is kind of the same thing as invisible. Yeah, it's the, just to let us know that they're actually there and acting. Yeah, the ghost politics, like the the ghost physics yep. in this movie are very bizarre but apparently all he has to do is like waggle his hand on top of his head and he turns invisible but the whole thing that makes no sense and it's like why are we even putting a paranormal element in this movie is that he can become corporeal nope. he's holding drinks he's sunbathing he's trying to bang these chicks and not only that it's like 89 percent of the movie is just him being a chugalug house guy you know what i mean like he has some fun he's like oh my god i'm a ghost this is gonna be a lot of fun right movie and they're like yeah movie and like i don't know like it just drops and it turns he's just a dude they totally throw out the whole ghost thing i think they were, they were like writing this movie and they're like well wait a second there's no possible way he can score if he's a ghost what we've really written ourselves into a corner here. Oh wait, what if he flaps his hand above his head? Then he can turn into a person for some reason. That, Melvin, is why word processors have backspace buttons. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, click. What's funny though is it's kind of the same physics as that shitty RIPD movie. In yeah. that movie, the ghost cops, like the RIPD, are able to become Visible to humans, but they just look like different people. Like Jeff Bridges is like a hot chick or something like that, if mm -hmm. I remember correctly. I mean, it's really stupid. You remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, I remember correctly. <laughs> but it's that same kind of thing. Is like, 
we have ghosts in our movie, but we can't be bothered to have them actually be ghosts. So we're going to invent some dumb rule that makes them people so they can just function like people. Question for the group. Yes. Better person, Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man or this guy? Oh, this guy. Kevin Bacon's like raping people outright. And he's trying to murder people. This guy. Now, it seems like he's going to commit all these crimes against these women, but he I guess he doesn't. I guess he just masturbates in the shower watching them. Yeah, he ghost masturbates. Absolutely. He only goes after initially like the woman who's already given him the go ahead to have sex. But this dude is like, listen, this chick gave me the go ahead. I happen to die in a car accident. That doesn't, you know, invalidate this go-ahead. That does invalidate the go-ahead. That's the end of it. it that, that, that ticket expires right then and there, man. Right, no, 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 no. Wait, why does it, though? So he dies in a car accident, but in this ghost world, he's able to come back and be a, like, full-bodied human, and she can touch him and feel him. Why does he have to come clean about being dead? Who cares? All right, other situation. You get the go-ahead from somebody, or somebody, not even you, Andrew, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. John A. gets the go-ahead from a lady. Yes. Then all of a sudden, she gets a phone call, and a family member dies, and she's like, this is ending, Let's, I got to go to the funeral. You can't just show up at the funeral and be like, hey, the go-ahead's still going, right? But that's I'm completely still rock different. hard. That's completely different. One, apparently, throughout this entire movie, they don't know that he's dead. <laughs> they only find out, like, they only get word from the hospital, like, ten minutes before the movie's over with. And I don't even think that happens. I think it's like he comes clean like, by the way, remember that car accident? I totally died. <laughs> this is just like he comes back like, hey, baby, I got that rubber. And she's like, no, it's morning now. I have class. And the rest of the movie, until he falls in love with this other woman, is just him like pursuing this chick. She is you know, not hip to the situation. So therefore, she does ha- doesn't have any sense of loss, like as if she's traveling to a funeral. I see what you're saying. I think... If we had an official, the game is still on. I think the, the, all go-aheads expire there, right then and there. Well, now, what does well, it matter that he's dead? Who cares? Well, no, this doesn't the, matter anything. It's a bad movie. Here's the thing. The go-ahead is a very limited window. Okay? Exactly. And, and the next day, sure, you, you're allowed to attempt that, but you should you be, you know, you should be anticipating resistance. <laughs> you should go ahead every time. Right. You have to, you have to work up to the new go-ahead. But that's what I'm saying. That's what he does. But, he, but keeps, she, he keeps she's pursuing. She's still in play, sure. And, and flirting with her and whatnot. He doesn't... Because, listen, you made the comparison to Kevin Bacon. Guess what Kevin Bacon does in that movie? Get over here! <laughs> that's what happens in that movie. Oh, my God. Scorpion. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he throws a harpoon rope at somebody. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Who would you rather be? Billy Batson or Hollow Man? I'd rather be Scorpion. <laughs> No, because no, no. Scorpion's like a fire skull. Oh, you prefer Sub Zero? <laughs> no, yeah, no. I prefer uh, the cold weather to the. They're hot all weather. ghosts. Hollow Man <laughs> or this or this this ghost that's trying to get some. Oh no, the ghost is the best of all worlds because you're a human being. You have all the ghost powers, and whenever you want, you know, you just do the just thing. flip it on and well, off. Well, here's the difference: Hollow Man's smart. <laughs> this guy's dumb as a brick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, do I have to be this clown? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd rather you shoot me in the head right now. Well, I feel like wasn't that also part of the Hollow Man story, which is also part of the Invisible Man story, is the is idea that, that like being invisible drove him mad with yeah. this like you know godly I thought sense science of power. drove him mad, for, mad with the desire for sex because he spent his life with test tubes. <laughs> and but he's still a scientist that looks like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yep. So he's never getting laid. Man, how do you speaking uh, of skull faces? <laughs> 
I was going to say, speaking of R.I.P.D., how do you not advertise that Kevin Bacon's the bad guy in that movie? Yeah, he's, the same he's, thing with that first class. Oh, the X-Men movie. Yeah, no fucking hide nor hair Kevin Bacon in those previews. And yeah, and he's like the best part of, of well, not the best part, but he's good in X-Men first class. Yeah, he's, he's, and he might be the best part of R.I.P.D. I don't he's know. He's most definitely the best part of R.I.P.D. Second best part of R.I.P.D., the voice Jeff Bridges uses because it's fucking ridiculous. So this movie, another thing that's going on here is the campus celebrations that we have. And this is, you know... Again, kind of another standard thing. It's like, well, it's sort of like spring fling, homecoming, whatever. In this movie, it's just hog day. The hog day celebrations that we have. Because you got to be a fucking pig the entire time. <laughs> you got to be a pig if you go to this school. Mm-hmm. You just jerk off wherever you want to. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Congra- those- Welcome to fucking Eversley, where everyone jerks off once a year. <laughs> is that the name of the college? I just made that up. It sounds uh, pretty prestigious. I think the co- Eversley University. I think the college is actually called School, <laughs> and that's it. Welcome to School University. <laughs> oh, Dad, did you did you print the script with, without changing the name back <laughs> to the placeholder? Oh, fuck! They did, just said it, dude. Did you? Did you also gave you didn't change that character's name for, from Shazam. <laughs> you left that shit. This movie's gonna die on the table. Oh, did you did you take out all those pages where he's a ghost? <laughs> no. You know what? Dude, let's just see if it happens, man. Let's just submit it. Let's just see if it happens. Boys, here's five million dollars. Make this movie happen. <laughs> oh man, now we have to do it. Uh there's also a weird side plot in this movie where a some sort of French ambassador is donating a bunch of money to build like some new like business school or some shit. And like, what's his face? Larry Linden. Larry, uh, Larry Linville. Dean Grimshaw. Dean Grimshaw is really sweating it because like you know he needs he needs this dedication. Grimshaw. <laughs> yeah, he's an incompetent school. Oh president. yeah, he's a blunderer. If there was ever a blunderer. <laughs> I mean, this movie, you know, there's no reason for us to go through it all the way. It's your standard college boob comedy. There's a bunch of shenanigans where the ghost is trying to get laid, but he's also, this is what's stupid about this movie, is carrying on his day-to-day college activities, such as being the, you know, president and ambassador to the campus for Hog Day. Yeah, and Hog Day is a really big celebration, you know, where, again, anything can happen, such as jerking off wherever you feel like it. <laughs> That's it. That's Hog Day. That's all Hog Day is. They have, they've got, like, uh, a lube slip and slide. It and is. I mean, this is a sexed-up college campus. But the problem is, it's you're right, it's a college campus, because, like, if you've got a party with a lube slide, it's at Barry's apartment, yeah. not at the fucking the student center. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you can't just start throwing lube slides out I there. Think this might have been the dining hall. <laughs> <laughs> this world kind of exists. It's kind of almost the Ghostbusters universe. Like this is the same. Do you think the woman that gives uh, Ray Stans a blowjob is this kind of a ghost? Yeah, probably, right? I mean, because she, she appears over the bed mm-hmm. in more or less corporeal form. She's not as translucent as some of the specters in this film. Mm-hmm. But she is flying over the bed and has, like, wispy, you know, rags for clothes or whatever. But, you know, she blows him. That's all there. She Man. died with a Dan Aykroyd fetish. <laughs> These horn dog ghosts. I think, now, this might be more of a blame it on outer space thing, but I think Incubus 
incubuses? Yep, incubi. Yeah, they're like uh, they're like sex murder ghosts, right? They're like yeah, rape they, ghosts. They sex you up and you, they kill you. Wait, no, Incu- you're thinking of a succubus. I think oh, it's, it's I? the same thing. Succubus is women, incubus are men. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. How about that? Two sides of the same sexy coin. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. I think in this movie, Billy Batson is indeed an incubus. And the ghost that sucks off Dan Aykroyd is a succubus. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the most repugnant scene in the movie, which is... Wait, in Ghostbusters? Because we were just talking about it. <laughs> Literally capped that one off. I will keep talking about that till the day I die. Till the day I become a blowjob ghost. Well, <laughs> come on, you're a slimer. So yeah, am I. Steve, you would be. You're looking at a trio of slimers. <laughs> so many hot dogs. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this though. What I've always wanted to see more of, because that blowjob scene, what it is, is a whole deleted segment of the Ghostbusters script. Presumably, they shot this. It's not on the deleted scenes of the DVD or anything, but it's a sequence where the Ghostbusters are called to this cabin on a case. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, I mean, it's just a random thing. Like, why are they out of New York City yeah. in this fucking cabin getting his dick sucked? It's because they got called out there. So it's probably like, you know, Westchester, maybe somewhere on Long Island or something. Mm. And he's getting blown by this ghost. I want to see the Ghostbusters going on a haunted vacation. Haunted weekend. It's just, it's a damn shame that third movie's not going to happen. That's what apparently was, it all was, was all blowjobs. Oh, man. Really? No. <laughs> I, I don't, don't cross the stream. I don't need anyone telling me that Ghostbusters 3 is about to happen. Can we just put a cap on that? Would I think I've even... ranted about this before on this show, but can we please stop talking? But would we even want it to happen? Like, no. look what happened to Indiana Jones. I know. Look what happened to Star Wars. Look what happened to Ghostbusters too. everybody. <laughs> yes. That is one of, you know, Steve, our, our friendship has had a lot of highs, <laughs> but the lowest low was when you explained to me that, in fact, Ghostbusters 2 is a bad movie, and I was like, you're crazy, Sadak. And then I went and watched it, and I was like, <sighs> Son of a bitch is right. Yeah, I mean, it's that nostalgia trip. Sometimes you get trapped up in it. But honestly, I think the opening of Ghostbusters 2 would have been a good idea for Ghostbusters 3. Because it's like, I feel like Ghostbusters 2, not enough time has passed for them to be reduced to doing children's birthday parties. But if they were doing a third movie, like 20 years later, they'd be washed up losers having to like redeem themselves. Yeah. I think that would have been a better way to go. Uh, all right, so the most period. repugnant fil- yeah. m- moment of the film. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So from ten minutes ago, the most repugnant moment. So I mean, Uncle Pinky is like ten <laughs> steps behind uh-huh. Billy, who's just trying to, you know, Billy's chasing after this lady, and Uncle Pinky's like, "Oh, come on, Billy, the, the pearly gates are waiting for you." <laughs> but he, he himself, being an old horn dog. Side note: My least favorite trope in anything ever is an old horn dog that women find adorable. So which, you hate every George Burns movie ever made? fucking <laughs> <laughs> And so he's he keeps getting all like sidestepped himself, and. There's this awkward scene. It, it, it's like the Ghostbusters blowjob scene is why I thought of it. Because this woman's sleeping and this creepy old ghost starts touching her, feeling her up. Like he's like the conjuring. He's like biting her. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he actually exposes her breasts and he starts to feel up her thigh. And then, oh no, it's my ghost boss! <laughs> 
Yes, that's right, everybody. He's interrupted uh, by his ghost supervisor, who instructs him to go to. He, he's in. He's raiding like a sorority house. And he tells Uncle Pinky that he needs to get back downstairs because the house mother, played by Mrs. Seinfeld, the actress who played Mrs. Seinfeld, is about to die. So this dude's got to go hang out with her till she bites it. And he's like, oh, fine. And he huffs downstairs. And then the supervisor is like, well, speaking of no one's looking. And then just like does up his shirt collar and walks into this sleeping woman's room. Hey, thanks for warming her up for me. It's terrifying. These fucking ghosts run a ghost train on her. It's disgusting. <laughs> now, I when they're now and this might answer a lot about Billy, I don't know, but when they are in their translucent ghost form or invisible, do these women feel their advances or you know, they, they do. She um, keeps, like, brushing him off. Yeah, she's like, no, no. Go, oh, it's cold. Close <laughs> the window. So, I mean, wow, that's really I would wake something. up and be like, something is raping me right now. I don't something. know what it is. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is or how it is, but I'm being raped by now. <laughs> there is something inside of me right now, and I'm trying to get up, but there seems to be 85 pounds in my way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just repugnant and despicable. I mean, between this movie and, like, Ghostbusters blowjob ghost, if it wasn't for Ghost with Patrick Swayze, I'd think most ghosts were rapists. Yeah. It's a weird ghost mentality. He's a ghost monogamist, that Patrick Swayze. He just wants to get back to Demi Moore and, you know, tell her he's gonna miss her. Oh, you know what also is big? Ghost murderers. Mm -hmm. Ghosts love to kill people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like those horror movies? (laughs) Yeah. Forget about it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, those horror movies. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what this... I mean, like, the, the movie goes on and it happens. I mean, Ho- really- I mean, Hog Day happens. Here's the thing that we found out. Steve, your new favorite band is in this movie. The Gleaming Spires. They are a real band featuring a dude who later went on to be in Devo. It's fantastic. It's a new wave band. They're just, and this is something that doesn't really happen in movies anymore either. Although it was featured in Grown Ups 2, but that movie's all made by people who loved the 80s, so it makes sense. But like real live bands just like playing a party, like playing a college party or whatever. And these dudes were a real band and they're just in this movie playing and you can go and buy records. Like, I think that's a really interesting thing. Like, if you're a band, you know, it's kind of like when uh, the Boston's were in Clueless, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, be in this movie. You don't have to do anything. You're like real big fish in basketball. It's like, we'll put your face out here. Everyone's going to see this movie. Boingo, boingo, and back to school. Absolutely. Or like Donna bringing Color Me Bad to the Peach Pit. <laughs> How's that uh, 90210 rewatch going? Oh, it's done. I got into the intolerable parts after Luke Perry leaves because they killed his wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that mafia hit. It's really good. And then he goes away, and the show just kind of loses all its luster. And then they fill it with dead-faced people. That show had no business bringing in the mafia, by the way. Oh, not at all. (laughs) supposed to be about rowdy teens just trying to get by. That show had no business talking about the L.A. riots. Yeah, well, you know, everybody had something to say about the L.A. riots, Steve. 
Something to say about something. All right, so this movie comes to an end. It's the Hog Day celebration. And this is where, again, the ghost physics are so all over the place in this movie. So he has sex with the French girl. He tells all his friends that he's dead and he's a ghost. And they're like, no, you're kind of a liar. And he's like, but no, he's really, been corporeal for, for, at this point, for an hour. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally exactly. an hour. He's, yeah, it's like, he, you haven't left my site in a week. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? He hangs up his ghost hat in the middle of the movie and just is a, is a person. So he shows them. Is the, you know, it's the only way you're going to believe me. Okay, I'm going to dingle my fucking hand in front of my face. And oh, now I'm invisible. And they're like kind of sad, but not really because they're all idiots. Yep. <laughs> and so he goes and has sex. And then it's like, all right, that's the end of that. The, the, the daughter of the French millionaire declares like the one stipulation for donating the money is that Hog Day has to become uh, a school-wide holiday where they get it off, and every year there's going to be a big party celebrated at the Dean's house. And they just have a big party. And then this is where the ghost shit comes in again. You're like, oh, yeah, he's a ghost, right? I got a question. Now, ghosts, ghost sex. Uh Uh-huh. Now, can you as a ghost, can you transfer... sexually transmitted diseases pregnancies uh, or no. is this just dead sperm or is oh, it like yeah. non-existent sperm uh, you're shooting blanks I, I, I don't even know like I, I don't know what's going on inside this guy to be quite honest with you i don't know if he's got blood i don't you know, know if he's got semen i don't know if he's should, got herpes the government <laughs> needs to capture one of these ghosts and cut it open because <laughs> if they could go corporeal so let's long. start with Uncle Pinky. Get him off the streets. Yeah, totally. He needs to be in the containment unit. Too sweet. <laughs> so if there was ever a case for the Ghostbusters, because on it, like in those movies, except for like you know when they're fighting Zool and Vigo the Carpathian, like the real bad dudes, yeah. right? Like it's all like, oh no, the ghost is throwing a ball down the stairs. Like what? It's like a lot of not that scary situations. They're scary pranks. Yeah, but if you've got like a ghost that's committing sex crimes, yep. the Ghostbusters have to prioritize that shit. That's a level five. We got one! And it's really dangerous to society! And so they put him in the containment unit. It's just like, Oh, hey there, you are. You look all green and pudgy. I like that. More pushing for the cushion. And it's like all these ghosts are trying to now get out of the containment unit because you put in this sex offender that's like trying to rape everybody. Zool walks by. Ah, it's a lesbian. And he keeps walking. <laughs> Goes back to smoking his ghost cigar, by the way. Least favorite fucking stereotype horny old man. Uh, and they're all the same. Like, he's got a cigar. He's got that reporter hat. The checkered pr- jacket. He's probably talking about horse racing mm-hmm. in some fashion. Just, I can't. I got no fucking patience for it. <laughs> You're right. It is terrible. If there was ever euthanasia, if Kevorkian was around, just light up a bunch of horny old men and just say, you know what, Grandpa, your time has passed. <laughs> How about a firing squad? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Whoa. Make horny ghosts out of all of them. <laughs> That'll really uh, help Social Security. <laughs> well, all the the great thing would be all those horny old men would have, if they were getting, like, the Kevorkian suicide machine, mm. like, they'd all have the same clever, like, one last one-liner. Mm. Talk about pushing off! <laughs> they just die. I'll be back as an incubus! <laughs> Death is but a window. Time a door. I'll be back! <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> Too poetic for dementia. Spontaneous uh, combustion, woe is me. <laughs> Incubus. Uh, so, there it is. Yeah, that's, I, I figured you'd get that. 
Oh, well. Fuck it. So uh, <laughs> the uncle has to rush him to the pearly gates. Oh, right. We got to go back to the hospital because that's I where you died. That, and that's yeah. where the fucking the portal's going to be. Right. Or whatever. By the way, we haven't talked about this, but he, he dies in a car accident. Not a scratch on him. Just, oh, just, yeah. just no, not perfect. even a fucking, not a dent. Yeah, when he sits up on that table, he's just handsome 40-year-old Billy Batson. It'd be great if he was trying to get laid missing an arm. <laughs> exactly. It's like a bloodied limb. Like It's like Beetlejuice. His, his face is hanging off or something. <laughs> That's what I want. I would love it if he died and then his ghost looked like when Alec Baldwin pulled his face out and he looks like Spy versus Spy. Yep. That's see. That's a challenge. Get laid like that, Billy Batson. I dare you. I double ghost oh, yeah? dare you. I I guarantee that could happen because you just you write in the script and you'd just be like, yeah, it's a really crazy Hog Day costume, <laughs> right? Right? Because there's people with pig masks and and Halloween costumes. There's a legitimate Blackula at Hog Day. <laughs> there is a Blackula at Hog Day. I will say more moral of a character. Uncle Pinky or Beetlejuice? I think Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice doesn't diddle anybody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, uh, yes. Yes. Beetlejuice believes in marriage. He does. He wants to marry Winona Ryder. He believes in the sanctity of marriage. He believes clearly in alternative marriages because he believes in a fucking ghost demon marrying a fucking 16 year old girl. But also, Beetlejuice is just a guy at the end of the day who loves a solid Frank. Mm-hmm. That's all Beetlejuice is. He's not, you're right, he's not diddling anybody. And he's also trying to provide a service that, that is good to his fellow uh, uh, dead. Yeah, he's, he's good at his job. Adjusting to the afterlife and so on. And like, oh, you want your house cleared out of the living? Like, I totally get that. You know, obviously you want your own space. You're, you're allowed to have your own apartment, right? Yeah. Ghost rights. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost civil rights movement that Beetlejuice led. In 19-whatever. I kind of always wanted a spinoff of the little ghost priest in Beetlejuice. He was my favorite character. Oh, that little, like, alien thing? <laughs> he's like, dearly beloved. And he's, like, so <laughs> tiny and amazing. How many uh, episodes of that Beetlejuice cartoon did you guys watch? 1.4. Like, really yeah, nothing. Not much. Really? I've seen, like, probably all of it. I was obsessed with it. The more Beetlejuice, the better, man. <laughs> That's a movie that that's a cartoon that just totally forgets that ending. It's like they they're best pals and they live in a house. What? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. We don't send him back to the sand hell or whatever. Uh so speaking of sand hell, the end of this movie. So yeah, so they're at the hospital, the pearly gates are there, and the fucking ghost supervisor is just like, "Well, I'm sorry, Pinky, you failed me again." And he's like, Sorry, Billy, I guess it didn't work out this time. I did my best. See you never again. And he keeps going like, sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, my God, is he, like, damned? Did he just damn his own nephew? I'm like, this... Because there's a white light there. You're thinking he's ascending to heaven. And then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry (laughs) for what's about to happen to you. (laughs) Like, when that light is being extinguished, you're like... All right, Willie Lopez, here come the fucking black yeah. demon ghost things, like mm-hmm. the shadow demons. You're dead, Willie. Like, here it comes. No, nope. yeah. his, his punishment for futzing around on this plane of existence longer than he should have after his passing is to just go back in his body and be alive again. He jumps up. He's alive. Everyone's happy. And it's just like... I'm so sorry, Billy. I, I I didn't tell you there's no such thing as hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the other thing, by the way, is this whole movie we're like, all right, he's a ghost. He's dead. Yep. He's a dead person who's now a ghost. The hospital has apparently been keeping this corpse on life support the entire movie. Because he just sits up and he's got like an oxygen mask on. And, and they he's like, where am I? They, de- they declare him dead. They don't say, oh my God, you know, he's brain dead. Or like, he's in a deep coma. Like, oh, he's a fucking dead guy. Call it, nurse. Yeah, they call it at, at the car accident scene. He's at the hospital. He's on the table. I mean, he's perfectly fine. But yeah, he should be in the morgue at this point. But he's just in this hospital bed. He's got a gown on. You All know? of his friends run in and they're like, yeah, way to cheat death, Billy. Woo! <laughs> It'd be great, though. It's like, I'm sorry, Billy. I'm so sorry. And he goes back in his body, and he's like, all right, I totally beat death. And then he starts walking around, and he slowly starts to decay. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Do you think that was like the actual ending, but they just did not have the budget for it? And they're like, all right, we can't afford the effect of him crumbling to pieces. But you know what we can afford? Totally fun dance party montage over these credits. <laughs> This dance party montage kind of makes the movie awesome, in a way. It always makes a movie better. If you have, like, uh, at the end of a a raucous comedy, no matter what, if you do the title cards of each character, they each get their own little highlight. Oh, yeah. I kind of like your movie better every time. Absolutely, because it makes me forget all the dog shit that I was sitting through, and I'm like, all right, here's this Gleaming Spire song. Yeah, we're rocking out to, like, 80s New Wave, and everybody's just having a blast. Fuck it. The KY slide comes back. It's great. It's a fun time. Your movie goes from an F to an F+. It's (laughs) fantastic. Um, I would totally recommend this movie. Uh Um, That might make me sound like uh, an incubus, but I'm not. (laughs) Not yet, anyway. (laughs) Soon enough. And... (laughs) You know, it's 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 kind of fun. It's dumb. It's short. It's you know, if 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 you're looking for the whole like TNA comedy genre, that's what this is to a T. I don't think it's too sleazy. Besides the uh, rapeometer, uh, but uh, I don't know. Three, uh-huh. two. I mean. It's dirty. I'm not, I'm There's not dirty tell old you men. You're, you're, you're rating it I'm looking too low. to you. No. I'm lo- I'm, you're the gold standard. Of- <laughs> <laughs> now, Andrew, you're the real scumbag in the room. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's totally fine rating it low, Steve. Uh, I would, I, I'd recommend it. It's a fun, goofy porkies. You know, again, you have to know what you're, you're in for. It's a yeah. porkies. It's a Revenge of the Nerds. A little sleazier for sure. I would go so far as a seven on the sleazo meter. Nice, all right. In so far as this is, I don't like the, the the nudity in this movie is pretty soft core. You know what I mean? It's not like there's no like real actual sex scenes or anything like that. There's nothing, no sex scenes. It's straight up boobs and yeah, you no, get nothing a, below the belt. You get a, a dude's. You see Billy Batson's butt a whole. There lot. is a distinct lack of consent in certain scenes. Well, that's the pro. Here's the difference: is it's. If the, if ever the movie says, you know what, Uncle Pinky, you're a monster and you're going to hell. <laughs> this gets down to a two or a one, or a one on the sleazometer. But the fact that this movie just turns a blind eye to his shenanigans, Billy Batson is employing all sorts of like creepy rape tactics to get his women. Like he just he tricks this woman into his his apartment. There's all sorts of creepiness going on. It's got to be a seven for me. Okay. Uh. I would recommend this movie. Again, like Steve said, you have to know what you're getting into. This is an 80s boob comedy right off the bat. Yes, there's also some extracurricular paranormal 
law-breaking going on. And for that, I'm going to split the difference and say a five. Because all the Billy Batson stuff, I mean, it's the nature of the character. He's just a horn dog idiot, and that's what he's going to do. And I think there's a distinct difference between what that dude is doing and what the reprehensible Uncle Pinky Ghost is doing. Because, yeah, that guy, they call him Pinky for a reason. And there's at no point where this dude's ghost or his soul or whatever is dragged to hell. It's totally stupid 80s boob comedy. So if you like those, this is a hidden Roger Corman gem that everyone's forgotten. It was directed by a guy named Alan Holub. Shockingly, this was the last film he ever directed. Uh, R.I.P.D. I don't think he's dead. <laughs> well, he, just, he will be. He just didn't get to direct other movies like R.I.P.D. <laughs> I think he may have been in the running, though. Or School Spirit 2 through 4. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't look up to see if this movie had any sequels, but I doubt it. I really doubt it. <laughs> if anyone knows, they can write into the mailbag, let us know. Yeah, there you go. We all hate movies at gmail.com. That's going to put a cap on this episode of A Side Order of Sleaze. Again, this is a We Hate Movies sideshow that you'll be able to get more episodes of on our app and Bandcamp page, whichever you are so inclined to check out uh if you want more information about the show including how to get a hold of us check out the website whmpodcast.com the show's got a facebook page the show also has a twitter at whm podcast like eric said right in the mailbag we all hate movies at gmail.com just to tease it a little bit um if you check out the app or the Bandcamp page we actually do have another side order of sleeves up there now on Truth or Dare, A Critical Madness. Yes, that is Eric and I talking about a really disturbing, shitty slasher movie slash psychopath movie from the 80s. Yeah, and, and one I... of the Backstreet Boys is in it. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. Uh, so yes, check that out. Uh, also, you know, like we said, the, the app and the band campaigns is where you also find the other uh, side shows like uh, WHM Live and WHM On Screen. Uh, so that's going to do it. We will see you next week when we kick off our Halloween spooktacular. My God, this year is just flying by. So until October, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy.